namaste and welcome to the buzz hello and thanks for tuning in today we are going to discuss trauma trauma is defined as a deeply disturbing or distressing experience in our lives, we all experience trauma, every single one of us. Some of us experience more trauma than others. Some of us say that our trauma is from past lives. Some say that our trauma is God's way of testing us. Some say our trauma is present for a learning or a growth experience. No matter why you think trauma is happening in your life or why you think you have so much trauma and other people don't have as much trauma, the bottom line is we all experience trauma. Sometimes when we experience a lot of trauma, we have a tendency to compare our trauma to other people. We say things like, well, you don't know what it's like, or I've gone through way more traumatic moments in my life than you have. Sadly, for most of us, after a traumatic experience, we create a sense of identity from that trauma, whether it be spiritual abuse, sexual abuse, mental, emotional, physical, the loss of a loved one, whatever it may be, a lot of times as a result of that experience, we become that person, that person that says, I am a father that lost a child or a son that lost a father or a mother that experienced sexual trauma or whatever it may be. When we identify with the trauma, we are giving the trauma more power than we need to. We are allowing the trauma, the experience, to become part of who we are. We're allowing it to become intertwined into our personality, into our behavior, into our thought process, and into our thought patterns. Trauma will only go as deep as you allow it, just like everything else in life. So I want you to look at trauma from the word experience. In order to gain knowledge, we must have an experience. So I'll put it in a way that may be easier to understand. The next time you put a pot of water on the stove, you turn the burner on and it begins to roll and bubble and boil. If you place your hand in that water, it's going to hurt. So now you've had the experience of putting your hand in boiling water and now the knowledge you gain from that is don't do that anymore, that hurts. So what happens is when we experience trauma, if we don't learn from it, we're going to continue to either A, identify with it and kind of think that that's who we are. B, we're going to allow that trauma to overflow into other areas of our life that will make our life less enjoyable. Or C, we're going to learn from that trauma as an experience. Now we have the knowledge and we can move forward with that. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. 
fearful, frustrated, all those things are okay to feel. When we experience trauma, sometimes we think to ourselves, oh, well, that trauma is not as bad as this. So why are they still sad? I experienced this trauma, so why are they still angry? Imagine if they went through what I went through. We need to step away from that. We need to look at trauma as an experience. And where is the knowledge in that experience? What can we learn from that experience in our life? Can we learn how to stand up for ourselves? Can we learn how to love others more deeply and without conditions or maybe as many conditions? The thing is in life, we all want to be happy, right? We all want to be abundant and taken care of or providing or whatever it may be. But what happens is we want those things to happen in a certain way. So I'm going to share a little story with you all. Last year, my family and I went on a vacation to California. And I remember one day thinking to myself in the morning when I was practicing some meditation, I said, I would just like a little bit of time by myself. Now, let me backpedal a second. I love my family. I adore my children. I adore my wife. I do everything that I can do to be around them, to be empowered by them, to listen to them, to learn from them, to experience them. So, we are in California, in Nevada City, and we're driving to a grocery store that had a uh, food store in it, kind of like Whole Foods. So, we're driving, and there was an object in the road, and I tried to swerve around it, and apparently I didn't swerve far enough or quick enough, and we punctured the tire in the vehicle. So we're able to get to where we wanted to go and the tire was completely flat. Now, this is a brand new car that we had rented that doesn't have a spare tire. So I had to call the rental car company, inform them about the flat tire. They had to send somebody from Sacramento. That's where the closest Avis was. Sacramento was about an hour and a half away. So now at this point, Jen's pregnant with Forrest, who is now earthbound. He's earthside. He's four months old, for those that don't know. And she's with Dharma, who was uh, six at the time, and Lennon, who was two at the time. So here we are in this parking lot with a flat tire, and we can't drive the vehicle. So we go inside. Rather than getting angry, we get some dinner, we eat, we get some dessert, we hang out. Then I request an Uber. I Uber the family back to the place that we're staying, and I stay there with the van. Three hours later, the tow truck shows up with a new van on the back of the truck. They come out, they hook up the old van, I clear it out, fill up the new van, do what we have to do. About an hour into me waiting, I started to feel frustrated. I started to feel angry and short and saying, you know, What's taking them so long? What are they walking the car here? You know, things like that, just getting frustrated. Then it hit me. This is exactly what I asked for. This is exactly what I wanted, was some time by myself. So it was kind of a moment of awareness that I said, 
you know, I've been asking for this, and this is how I received it. So how does this correlate with trauma? It's a good question. I'm not saying that you deserve sexual trauma. I'm not saying that you deserve physical trauma. I'm not saying that you deserve emotional trauma or spiritual trauma or mental trauma. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is within those things, there's a lesson. There's some sort of knowledge to be had. So let's say you've experienced sexual trauma in your life. Maybe from that, you go out and you start a nonprofit that helps people cope with the trauma or the emotions that soon follow that sexual trauma. You bring awareness, you start a blog, you start a podcast, you start something to offer people healing. Maybe it's physical trauma and maybe you follow the same route. Maybe you become more aware now of the people that are in your life. Maybe you start to look at your life and say, I am worthy of greater things in my life. I am worthy of more compassionate people in my life. The hard part is we don't know the lesson right away. So we have to have patience. And sadly, patience seems to be a thing of the past. We are so instantly satisfied that we have a hard time being patient and waiting to learn that lesson. Trauma can come in many ways and for different people it can affect them differently. So the next time you're speaking with someone, first begin to learn how to listen rather than learn how to respond. We are such an interesting species. We're well educated, we have access to a plethora of information but we're still listening to respond. We're not listening to learn. So rather than responding to somebody in their trauma saying, well, could be worse, you could be like me and ba 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 ba, hold space for them in your heart. Hold space for them to speak to you because that may be the healing that they need. Remember, trauma is an experience. It's not a definition. So sit back. Take a deep breath and remind yourself, I am not my trauma. I am not my trauma. My trauma was an experience. I am not defined by that. I am love and I am worthy.